This is Vic from your friendly neighborhood show. Chew on this, a Nerd United podcast. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow us and like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, it's at Chew on this podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Chew on this pod. We're active on all three social media sites. And it's not just podcast episode announcements, but it's also memes, nerd news, and any special events the show might be at. Now light some candles, pour a glass of wine, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 325 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Thick. So it has been over 10 years since uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World came out. Actually, last year was a 10-year anniversary, and because of COVID, they weren't able to uh, do the 10-year anniversary showing of it, but this year they were able to do that. Um, I think it came in like August, and I remember... I was uh, really excited about this movie because I had read the comic books. The seventh book hadn't been out yet because it's about seven evil X's and each book focused on an an X. And so I never got to finish it. The book actually came out the same time the movie came out. So I actually watched the movie before I finished the books. I'll never know why they did that, but whatever. Um, Love the books. uh, And I went to Comic-Con. That was the last year I went to Comic-Con. And I got in the Scott Pilgrim uh, panel, so I got to see Edgar Wright. I got to see uh, pretty much the entire cast was there. Michael Sarah's very, very strange. That's the second time I've ever seen him live. Very strange cat. <laughs> he was dressed up as Captain America, like in a puffy suit. In a, uh, yeah, I think you could find it online on YouTube. You could see him in the puffy suit. Uh, but uh, it was cool seeing like Brown and Ralph and like. That's pretty you know, funny considering Captain America was part of the cast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, eventually he would be. I mean, that same year, in fact, he was. Uh, no, it was a year later, I guess. Uh, yeah. He was Captain America. I think but, he had already been Johnny Storm at this point. Yeah, yeah, by a few years. Yeah, he was Captain America in like 2011. That came out. So, uh, but yeah, it, it was a it was a really cool um, panel. And then they did this weird thing where they passed out these buttons, and everybody got a button. And one button was just Scott Pilgrim, a normal Scott Pilgrim, and another one said One Up. And if you got the One Up button. They basically cleared the whole theater out and they followed Edgar Wright down the street and to a theater and everybody went in there and watched the movie. Oh shit. Yeah. Here, well, here's the shitty thing. I did not get the one up, but I was like, I'm following these guys out anyway, because it was like a seven o'clock at night panel. And there was probably, I think there was only one other panel after that. And I was like, I don't want to stay for that. So I, I left and I followed everybody to the theater and I got scared. I was like, I can't sneak in there. I'll get in trouble. So I just didn't go. And the very next day, I was like talking to some guys and they're like, oh, dude, we went to that movie. It was fucking awesome. And 
And I said, yeah, I didn't have a button. They're like, I, we didn't get a button. We just walked right in. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding. They didn't check your buttons. They just let every whoever in until it filled up. Oh, wow. So, yeah, and they got to watch it with the cast. They got to have Q&A with the cast afterward and all that shit. I was, like, so pissed. I was like, oh, man. Awesome. Uh, but, yeah, uh, but that was my experience, my first experience with uh, Scott Pilgrim. And then, what, like a week or two later after the con, they actually, the movie came out, like, in August or something like that. Sure. And uh, instantly a classic for me, you know. Um, I mean, I'll just say it right away. And my initial reaction is I, I fucking love this movie. And I, and it, I think over time like i didn't watch it in a while this viewing i was i had such a good time watching it and i did over two nights so i got to spread it out but i i loved it I, it was it was great anyway you've got the boring stuff right. uh All right, so this is uh, again uh, 2010 this was released um yes the critical consensus and 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 the audience score is pretty on par it's 82% on the Rotten Tomatoes and eighty four percent with the audience score. Yeah, um, that's pretty close. That's that's a rarity. Um, yes, two hundred seventy two reviews, uh, over a hundred thousand ratings for the audience score, and it was a financial disaster. Yes, um, I think it was. It cost fifty something million dollars to make, and it only made forty seven million. So one yeah, of the biggest flops of the year. Um, I didn't see it in theater. I don't think. Um, actually, I don't remember the first time I've seen it, which is kind of weird that I don't remember you if were, it was on TV. You were still or, in uh, uh, Jersey, right? At that yeah. point? I don't think I saw it. I, I, I can't remember if I saw it on TV or a movie, but I remember uh, really liking the movie. Like, I had never seen anything like it. Um, yeah. It was a huge take on the comic book movie um it was i thought it was fantastic um but i never really went back and watched it so i hadn't seen this movie in probably 10 years wow <clears throat> so I, I just think for its time i know it sounds <laughs> weird to say that because it's only like 2010 but like i don't know it's like for some reason people just didn't get it or just did or just weren't interested in it and like if this were to come out today and it appeared on Netflix as a new Netflix movie, people yeah. would watch the shit out of it. So um and people are doing that right now because it is on Netflix. Uh but now it's a classic film and it's I think more than made I think it's money back, I think, at this point, but still uh Edgar Wright, I think this was his the his bait his movie that where he was like, Oh, I'm gonna make so much money on this. <laughs> And, uh, and it didn't, it didn't go that way. No, not at uh, all. Like a biggest disappointment of his. Cause like, I love his movies, his movies. But are I, I think that's only, and, and this is, you know, probably not going to matter cause he's a wouldn't listen to us and B, um, <clears throat> it really wouldn't matter financially, but like, even though it didn't make a lot of money did not mean that this movie was bad in any no. way whatsoever. Um, it's kind of no, like, it's, it's like hard no, to market, nobody wants though. to go see Austin Powers, right? But then, yeah, the everybody DVD. Fell in love, right? But everybody fell in love with it from the renting and the DVDs and stuff like that. And that's where they were discovered. College, the colleges, yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, but this movie is really good in in how it's directed. But I <clears throat> watching it with my twenty twenty one eyes. Um, Scott Pilgrim is a bastard, really, throughout this. He's kind movie. of an a-hole. Yeah, he is. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you're like, why are these girls like this guy? <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing redeeming about this kid right now. No, no, but I think that's the point because at the very end, he kind of redeems himself a little bit. Um, I guess he really just he all he did was just admit that he was wrong in all the things that he was wrong in. <laughs> For that particular day. Then he goes but, on being Scott Pilgrim the next day. But then day. everybody like <laughs> ends up turning around and forgiving him and just be like, okay, fine. Like, like knives, knives turns oh. around. Like out of everybody, knives, uh, should have been like, the worst. fuck you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Should have cut his head off or something. Yeah. Um, because not to mention that she's fucking 17. And he's twenty two. Yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah. I, I, I was. I've always been uncomfortable with that, and it, that hasn't changed. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's different in Canada. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. But oh, seventeen. Ah, uh, play ball. No problem. I don't know. But in uh, maybe it's different in Canada because that is yeah. Toronto. But um, I don't know. It, it's not legal here. So no. Um, I mean, it, I was always uncomfortable with it. But when they, how they kind of treated it though in the movie was like. It was almost like they were buddies, like just really close buddies. They weren't really like well, boyfriend she loved, and girlfriend kind of. She loved him, and it was kind of said that they were boyfriend and girlfriend. That's why yeah. she was so devastated, and that's why he says, like, I cheated on both of you, right? Like, yeah. Because they were yeah. together. So, but, but it was, you know, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, of course. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> that's the other thing, too. Sorry, like, other, <laughs> yeah, other than, other than the ways that she looks – I don't know why these two characters really like each other or love each other for that matter. Yeah. Well, and at that point, Michael Sarah was like everywhere, everywhere. No, but what I'm saying is, well, a, there was no chemistry between the two of them and B, there's nothing in the movie that says uh, it's like the Anakin and Padme thing, right? There's nothing in this movie that makes me think that they should be together. No, I, I, I feel the same way. They look exactly like the characters. Like I was really impressed with, um, the casting of the movie, but you're right. They really didn't have any kind of like chemistry. And this, this cast is stacked. I forgot. Oh my God. It's so, it's who's who of like the two thousands. Oh, it's like all like DC and Marvel people in there everywhere. Oh, here's the list of all the people that are in actually comic book movies, right? We've got Superman, Captain America, Johnny Storm, played by the same person. We've got Captain Marvel, Huntress, Shadow King, uh, a back, uh, a couple of of voices, right? You got Batgirl's voice in the movie. You also got the Lego Batman Robin, which is Michael Sarah. (laughs) And then Thomas Jane is in this movie and he's the fucking Punisher. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a who's who. Um, there's so many, and then there's you know Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick. Like there's a bunch of like yeah, uh, not even the day those player characters. stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's really stacked, and uh, and everyone's like awesome in it. Um, Aubrey Plaza makes me laugh every time because she like <laughs> curses in it and just it just bleeps it all out. But <laughs> right, which is great. But I mean that's uh, a heard- that's a great thing too because they break the fourth wall. I don't think they ever actually talk to the audience, but no. they do break the fourth wall and saying like, how do you keep making yourself bleep? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or right. um, I love, uh, well, I love the, cause like when you're reading the comic book, you're not getting all the like Zelda sounds and music. You're not getting any of that. And then you watch the movie and Edgar Wright adds in all these like cool sound effects from video games, uh, cool music from video games, like stuff you, 
if you're a video game nerd, you will recognize it instantly. Uh, it takes you back to the 80s when you're playing Zelda or, you know, um, Mario Brothers or something like that. And, uh, and then they do these like little graphics with the P bar, you know, like when he's going P, it's like, <laughs> you know, they, they do a lot of cool stuff like yeah. that. But then, but then they add this element of like fucking martial arts. Like everybody knows how uh, to fight. It's really good. And it's so cool. Was, yeah. Watching it again, I, I, you know, it, the, the action still holds up and it's so stylized that I believe the shitty wire work because it's supposed to be like that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's purposely like that and it's fantastic. Like, this is one of the most creative movies I've ever seen. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, you know, like watching Spider-Verse, right? Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, how we've so never creative. seen that kind of animation. Well, there still isn't a movie like that today. It's, it's no. so uniquely, bizarrely awesome is this movie. Yeah. I just think it came out a decade too early. That, that, that's it's so weird to say yeah. that because like if this movie came out if i saw a commercial for it i'd be like i'm going to the theater to watch this because this is like so my jam but i think I the was, romance would have been a little bit better though if it yeah, was released prob- now probably yeah it might not even have been michael Sarah. it might have been something completely different uh playing that but i actually um, liked him in this role I did. Uh, yeah. I mean, at the time I thought he was perfect for it. I don't, I mean, now it would probably be someone completely different, but I, don't know, um, I really liked him in this. Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot, please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. There's just things about it that I, I didn't catch before. Like knives comes in and hands him her jacket and he just throws it on the floor. Like shit like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, he does stuff like that. That makes me laugh or like he orders this package and you never know what it is from Amazon. You never know what it is. <laughs> nope. And and it's something supposed to be, he's like, I got to order something cool, you know? And he orders this package. She gives it to him and he signed, like, he just throws it in the garbage behind him. I'm like, <laughs> I, I want to know what that is. Or how about, uh, how about when knife shows up after they've already broken up and, or, and <laughs> you see him in the background jumping through the window. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. uh, uh, Kieran Culkin is like, he just stepped out. Yeah. After he did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like silly. I mean, it, it worked well in the context of the movie. I liked yeah. that kind of stuff Or like, he's like, do you want to see where I, do you want to see where I grew up? And it's like across the street from where he's living. I'm like, what, what the fuck? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, or like, uh, you know, he asks Ramona on a date and, the, and you know, tells her what time and he shows up. She's like, you're late, man. He's like, oh, I thought you were too cool to be here early or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what kind of douchebag are you? <laughs> yeah, uh, he does a lot of fucked up shit. I mean, like, <laughs> at one point, doesn't he, like, abandon knives in, like, a strip club or a bar or some shit? Like, she, he just abandons her. Yeah. And I'm I like, you just bar. left he left a 17 year old at the bar. Like, first of all, well, is what's Who the legal in there? What is the legal age? What's the legal age of drinking in in Toronto? I don't know. Oh, I really don't me. know. It, it oh, is going to bother me too. But, um, that was the other thing is the music, dude. 
The music oh, was uh, loved all it. all brand new. Um, yeah, and ha- like Brie Larson's group and like Sex Bomb and uh, I loved all the music. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, it fit the movie so well. Yeah. I mean, that opening sequence when he uh, kind of gave me chills again, because I remember in the comic book, it was the same way. Like they started just playing and then it like just kind of like pulls out and and then it says Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I thought that was really cool. Uh, And it kind of sets the tone of the rest of the movie. Like this is what this movie is going to be. It's going to be all like crazy like this. Right. Um, And the 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 evil exes are are all (laughs) they're all great. And they get progressively like crazier as you go along. Um, <laughs> he did get he did get that email from like the Patel guy, and he's like talking. And he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna fight." Blah blah blah. He's like, "Boring," and just deletes the email. <laughs> like, and then is shocked when this guy shows up and wants to fight him. And he's like, "What?" He's, he's like, like, "Dude, I sent re- you an email." You didn't read the email. <laughs> he did. Re- <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, then, the legal drinking age in Toronto is nineteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, well, she still can't. Yeah. Yeah. So they and they fucking just leaves her there. Yeah. He just completely bails on her. Yeah. Um, it's fucked. He. She gets <laughs> such shit on. She's the only. She's the only uh person that gets any kind of race joke too oh yeah yeah um well even at the end he goes because her name's what um knives Knives. chow right and he goes chow knives and i'm like oh really (laughs) like okay (laughs) as the italian like bye-bye um or like i like how in the beginning when they introduce everyone they show their stats and all that stuff they did that in the book as well where it shows their age and, you know, and their likes and dislikes and all that bullshit. Right. Um, and then, uh, but <laughs> there's that one guy, like, what's his name? Young Neil? Because there's like Neil and there's yeah, Young yeah, Neil. Yeah, 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 yeah. And at the very end, he's just like, now, like, you will now be known as Neil. And he's like, yay. <laughs> like, great. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, fine. Yeah. I, uh, when Chris Evans was there and the stunt doubles were beating the shit out of Scott, yeah, we're beating the shit out of Scott Pilgrim. And then he shows up like outside talking to, to, to Scott in the pile. I, (laughs) I so desperately wanted him to say, we could do this all day. Yeah. Oh God. (laughs) With all of those guys beating the shit out of Scott Pilgrim. That would have been, that would have predated it, but that would have been an awesome callback if like, it would have been like, fucking like, (laughs) Throwaway line, and you never thought about it. Somebody would have thought about it. Already. They go back and dub it in. <laughs> right. It sounds all weird. Yeah, yeah. His mouth doesn't even go to the words. He's not even moving his mouth. His mouth turns into like Henry Cavill's mouth. It's me. It's not. They actually just put Henry Cavill's like bottom jaw. <laughs> no, they they do Chris that Evans. thing with with Conan O'Brien used to do with the lips. <laughs> they just video t- <laughs> CG guys' lips. <laughs> I could do this all day. <laughs> like what? What? That's Henry Cavill's jaw. <laughs> yeah, I noticed also like the numbers. Like I know Brandon Routh had the number three on his shirt because um, he was the third X or whatever. Right, but um. He was vegan. That's why he had like 
these like superpowers like he could float around and shit yeah like, that was like, what that was hilarious That's uh, so stupid i know he's when vegan they, so he got all these psychic powers then, like vegan the vegan police show up because he like drank like half and half milk and well, they take his powers away but it wasn't even that he's like what chicken's not vegan <laughs> or some shit like that well, yeah, yeah because they're like wait this is my only violation and they're like oh no dude you've done this like twice before but one of them was like you had a chicken parmesan and he's like chicken's not vegan <laughs> That's so stupid. I know. <laughs> and then it's they, just the way he says it. Oh and then God. they actually drain his power. Oh, his yeah. vegan power away. You notice That's, it was green, like kryptonite? Yeah. I thought that was... Yeah. I thought it was for vegetarian stuff or vegetables. Well, maybe, but I just thought it was a choice. Like, oh, he's, you know, it's kryptonite kind of because he was Superman before oh. or whatever. Well, it, I, yeah, he, he was Superman before this movie, right? Yeah, like four years before. Dude, he's Jack still in this one. What, who is it? Uh, Brandon Ralph. He's like jacked in this one. Oh yeah, I mean, he hadn't like what, after he did Superman, he really didn't do much at all. He did like the Kevin Smith movie. He did like a little cameo in that, which was fucking hilarious. Where he right. played, uh, you know, he was a quarterback for Smallville, and he was or not Smallville, <laughs> he was quarterback at the reunion, and he was like ended up being gay with. Uh, What's what's his name? Um, Justin Long. That was so funny, <laughs> right. so funny. Oh my god! Um, you, you 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 still haven't watched F is Fa- is for family, right? No, I I've only oh, watched a couple god. episodes with you. It's really that was really funny. It is really Dude, funny, but because Justin I'm Long just plays weird. the son, I'm just weird with animation. You know, like he plays the son, and he's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's just the way that he talks. Like there's just one episode where. He like uh premature ejaculates before he's about to have sex for the first time. Oh god. And then he like runs away and then he ends up sleeping with his neighbor's wife or girlfriend. Oh, oh no. Right? <laughs> and he's running <laughs> so his dick has gotten him in trouble in one way or another like the whole day. <laughs> and he's running across the yard and he looks down and he's like stupid dick. <laughs> Out of nowhere, <laughs> just look. It's just fucking hilarious. It's awesome. You gotta, you gotta watch this. Shit. <laughs> just out of so, nowhere, just says that he's running away because, like, he knew he fucked up sleeping with the neighbor's a girlfriend, and it just yells at his dick, <laughs> like it's its fault. Yeah. It you says, did this, like you stupid dick. Oh, he doesn't even say you. He just says stupid dick. <laughs> That's awesome. It's your fault. <laughs> you made me do this. It's oh so, god, that's that's great. Uh, come on, you got to watch that show just yeah, based on that. I, scene. I don't know. Just based on that, I think it's I'm so sold. Fucking, fucking funny. <laughs> Stupid dick. <laughs> oh man. Oh geez. Um, I also thought it was kind of cool that they had. So they did different things. Like each X was pretty unique. And I like they threw a female in there, and I like how shocked Scott was. Was just like, <laughs> was what? that not in the comic books? Like, so that's what I wanted to talk about. You read the comic books, I didn't. So, yeah. like, what was the biggest differences between the two? There, there really isn't a lot as far as like um, the situational stuff that happens. But Edgar Wright obviously added a lot of his flair and um, and a lot of his uh, in a lot of his dialogue. 
because the books, there isn't a ton of dialogue. You could read through a book really fast. You know what I mean? There's just, but the imagery is like virtually the same um, as far as all the stuff that goes. And then what I, I liked about the movie is that they told all of her backstories with the X's in the animation style that you see in the book. So I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, right, they don't, yeah. they don't just show them live action. It shows all that, that, that part's animated. And I like that. Yeah. Um, so it kind of brought the book kind of to life a little bit. Um, there is a Scott Pilgrim video game. That's really popular. Really? It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, uh, is it a side scroller? I can't remember, but there's a game. I think it's on the Xbox too. I think you can download it. Huh. I don't remember how much it is, but it, uh, it's, it's pretty popular. Um, it's been out for years, but I think it just made its way to the newer consoles or something like that. Anyway, but it's fun. And and the characters look just like the animated versions of the book, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, Scott Pilgrim's making kind of a comeback because the 10 year anniversary, they came out with all this new merchandise, uh, like little figurines and God knows what else. Um, I got like a, uh, San Diego Comic Con back in 2010, I got like a a figure that's now worth like 20 times what I bought it for, which is cool. But I don't want to get rid of it. It's like super, super cool. It's rare, very rare. Uh, <clears throat> but no, huge fan of this movie. I mean, it, it's it's like one of those movies that you could revisit once a year and just and dig the hell out of it. And like it's very entertaining. And like I said, I watched it over two nights, which was perfect for me because like. I ended it at the, this right spot where like the next day I couldn't wait to like watch the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, <clears throat> but, uh, I guess you could call this movie. I know we've talked about get guilty pleasures and, and like cult classic movies and stuff like that. It kind of yeah. falls in all this those categories. Not a guilty pro- pleasure. Like to me, guilty pleasures are like me watching Batman and Robin. <laughs> Right. Yeah, people are like, "What's like, the matter with you?" No, You're like, "I just I can't no, look away." There's no. Yeah, I mean, it's such a train wreck. I have to watch it. Um, yeah, like this movie. If I were to turn on the TV and I was in the middle of this movie, like it just popped up, I would probably go to Netflix and go to the beginning and watch it from the beginning. Because <laughs> yeah. like I'm like, no, no, I gotta go back. I gotta watch this from the beginning. I mean, just for the fight, <clears throat> just for the fight scenes alone. They're so oh, different and unique. My one of my favorite ones is with the the two girls, like Ramona fighting uh, the number six, no number five, number five. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that was and a good fight scene. That was awesome. And then they did a scene where he's going up against these uh, Japanese twins, uh, and there's like battle bands, and I fucking love that too. Yeah, that, that was, was just so dope. Different. Yeah, that was like you know they they were playing like real hard and like. They're, I don't know what they had a gorilla, I think came out and the other people had like a two headed oh, dragon. Or right. Something like yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. I digress. We're, we're really sucking the dick in this thing. It's so it's super good. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch it. It's on Netflix. Uh, if you, everyone has got Netflix, go watch it. I think I've watched it twice now in the last like six months still holds up. I love that movie. Um, and it's just kind of like this weird time period where all those actors are not necessarily nobodies, but they're, it's such a stacked cast, you know. I don't think they would have cast it that way right now, but um, they did such an awesome job. And Edgar Wright is amazing. I'm always bummed that I'm never ever going to see his version of Ant Man, uh, yeah. but I'm sure it was probably kooky and crazy and out there. But I like his style of filmmaking anyway. So, anyway, 
That's all I have to say about Scott Pilgrim. So that was uh, episode 324 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Till next time, folks, chew on that. Later.